the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson. Once again, joined by my special guest co-host for the week, Catherine McNeil. Hey! This is fun because we're joined by a mutual friend of ours, a friend of the show, Jesse Crookshank. She's an ordained minister. She's a nationally recognized expert in disciple making and the neuroscience of transformation. We've had Jesse on to talk about uh, disciple making and her new book. We wanted to have her on again to talk a little bit more about the book, but also because she's got an event coming up here in the Chicagoland area. Jesse, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I can't get enough of Chicago this year. Like, I'm so excited in, to come you back. You were in Chicago a lot. Like, weren't you just at Wheaton College for something? Yeah, yeah, last week. And I'm uh, so technically between May and September, I'll be in Chicago seven times. We just got to get wow. you. We just got to get you on our side. Dude, I need, yeah, I need an I Airbnb think, or somebody's yeah. house or you know, something. We were crash. just talking about second homes. I think we you were. need a second home in Chicago. Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll believe. We'll believe God for, yeah. for you. <laughs> um, okay, Jesse, talk to us just big picture before we dive into some detailed things about the connection between neuroscience and disciple making, and how you even like stumbled upon that conversation. <laughs> well, I. You know, my husband has a core value of laziness and I have been married for over 20 years and I have learned a lot from him about that. I used to think it was a character flaw, but I found Mm. the brilliance of it in that if we work smarter and not harder, you know, there's actually something to that. So for me, understanding neuroscience helps me as a disciple maker because I can know how God made us and I can work with that because we can work the hard way and like make everything like school And like, not nobody likes school. I mean, I like school, but nobody (laughs) likes school. And, and so if we really believe in disciple making, I think it's important to look at both the Bible and the biology of transformation so that we can do it God's way. Cause God is actually really brilliant. He didn't Mm -hmm. make it that hard. He actually Mm -hmm. made it quite easy, quite accessible. I mean, there's some hard parts to it, but we've made it really complicated and, um, put a lot of barriers in the way, disqualified everybody from it. And mm. God just has a very different way of doing it, which everyone can do. And so the neuroscience is that we do that through storytelling and by walking alongside one another. Yeah. So those are, that's kind of the the big snapshot of how we're created to be transformed that, by one another. Jesse, I'm not a neuroscientist or a scientist at all, but I suspect that you did not write the book for neuroscientists, right? You probably wrote it for normal people. Why should I pick up your book and read it? Well, you should pick it up because you're not a neuroscientist. And then there's some cool brain facts in it. But for the most, (laughs) but it is written for normal people. It's actually, um, I've had high school people, people in high school read it, individuals with um, different learners and autism read it. And they have, they have been able to connect to the stories, the information in it, and, and just how it goes 
So they've been able to, oh my gosh. What's the matter? My, pause, my pause, computer, edit, edit. <laughs> my computer decided to send me some notifications. <laughs> I love that. I love Suddenly. that happens. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. No worries. No worries. Okay. We're at like three <laughs> minutes and 30 seconds. So just jump in where you were. Yeah. So I wanted to write something for everybody because I believe that everybody is called to make a disciple. If you have a revelation of Jesus, even if it's just that he loves you and that's all, you know, mm. I believe that we're supposed to share that mm. and, and, and share that with one another. So I wrote a book to, to everyone so that everyone could get involved because I, I awesome. don't believe in the barriers. I, I yeah. believe in yeah equipping all the peoples. Yeah. The title that sounds just, great. The title of Jesse's book is Ordinary Discipleship, How God Wires Us for the Adventure of Transformation. It's available now wherever it is you get your books. Jesse, you have an event coming up in Chicagoland really soon that I'm a part of. So I'm gonna talk I want you to talk to the people <laughs> about it. Well, I'm super excited. Um, one of the cool things that you get to do when you write a book is you get to make up reasons to go to other cities and hang out with your friends. That's true. And so <laughs> I'm like, this is what I'm doing. But I didn't want to do it by myself because um, I'm kind of like a social. I'm, yeah, I like other people. And so we are going to do <laughs> next weekend. So August 12th, we are going to do a half day conference for ordinary people for you can, you don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be a ministry leader. Although if you are those, you know, you're invited to, um, but we're going to do a half day, little mini conference where we'll talk about discipleship. We'll talk about different aspects of dis discipleship. Um, I'll share more about why I write the book and why I think that we can all be part of disciple making. Aubrey, you're going to share about how to be a disciple maker when you don't feel like you have anything to give. Daniel's going to share. Daniel Yang will be there. He'll be sharing on the different stories we tell each other um, in, in the way that we think about our life as Christians and disciple makers. And then Tracy Matthews is going to be there and she's going to, she's like a, like does things with anxiety. So she's going to mm. share about how to be a disciple maker when either you're anxious or you're working with somebody who's anxious. I can't wait for that. I want to, I, I want to attend her. I want to attend her <laughs> session. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Me too. Cause we all deal with that. So um, just want to, yeah, come and hang out and it's a, there's a nominal fee to kind of help cover some of the, the onsite expenses. Um, and so if you go to whoology, W H O O L O G Y dot C O slash events or link from it to the Chicago half day, um, and you use the coupon code Chicago, you can get 20% off the registration. The book is included. We're going to hang out with each other for that, um, afternoon. So 1230 to 430 is the it's time be slot so fun. and it is going to be fun. And we're going to have real conversations about what it really means to be a disciple maker in today's world and wow. the things that we face in that. So I'm really looking forward to it, to come in and be in with you guys. That sounds really, really great, Jesse. I'm excited about your book. I'm excited about your conference. Um, if there's someone listening who's kind of on the fence, like, should I pick up this book? Should I try to attend this event? Like, what's one thing of encouragement that you'd want to say to that listener? Hmm. Why, is this, that, why yeah, is this so, something to get excited about? <laughs> well, I can tell you why I'm excited about. Yeah. And that is... We have a lot of voices in our head that tell us why we can't do this and why yes. it's too hard and why it's not us and mm. and all these voices in our head that that disqualify us. Mm. Um, and so you, it's really hard to fight that by yourself. 
Um, so we need one another. And so I would say come so that we can fight that with you. So we can remind you, we can help you answer those questions to the voices in your head or the people in the, in your community, or maybe you were raised like I was where God didn't call women. And, Mm. you know, I, you know, so it's just really hard to fight that by yourself. So come and let us help you figure out some of the answers to that, or at least encourage you that you're not crazy. You do hear God. It's all good. And you know what? It's something that we can each do. We can, we can share the good news and make disciples. Yeah. So good, Jesse. Okay. Let me ask you one more question. Cause I've read your book. You tell a story where you almost died and I need you to talk to our listeners about that. I'm laughing as I tell it, but I need you to tell our listeners. Wow. I need to hear about this. (laughs) Yeah. So I compare and contrast a couple different falls that I took in the same um, place, the same mountain range, which is the Teton. So I had a grandfather who was a park ranger in Grand Teton National Park, and I grew up there in the summers. And so, you know, my first time I'm climbing, I'm seven years old. I'm, I'm seven mm-hmm. years old climbing South South Teton. It's a roped um, ascent. It's two days. Like it's a real mountaineering event. And I and I'm tied to my dad. I've got my ice axe. The ice axe was as big as me, but I take the slide on the snow and I use my ice axe. I stop. I'm attached to my dad. We go to the summit. Like I found a pocket knife at the summit. I thought for a long time that there were like prizes on the summit. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you got there. Um, And I was like, I mean, like God, God prizes. I knew that there wasn't like a Cracker Jack box at the top. Yeah. God gave you you mountain swag. Um, (laughs) That's amazing. Fast forward till I'm 22. And I have been guiding for a few years at this point. And I'm with my dad. I'm with a couple other people. We're going to climb Middle Teton to prep to go to South America. So we're going to go down Mm -hmm. to South America, climb some high altitude, you know, mountains above 20,000 feet. And we're just warming up, getting our body changing and ready for it. And we wake up in the morning and we're climbing and um, there's fog. So we don't think that we're going to make, make it very far. So we just like, let's get out, let's get some elevation. So we're hiking up the fog lifts We're we're walking, we've got our ice axe, but we don't have crampons or rope on. Mm. Um, cause we're not expecting to go very far. Well, as we, as we climb the, the clouds continue to go, we end up summiting. And then on the way down, you know, we're taking turns near the top because it's all this mixed rock and snow. So you have big pieces of rock and pieces of snow and you kind of have to scramble a little bit through it. And my, and because there's four of us, we're taking turns around some of these exposed parts. And I mean like really exposed. So the front of middle Teton is like two to 3000 feet of just sheer space. And my dad goes first, um, Joe Arnold, the next guy goes second and I'm waiting. I'm third for my turn in the, to walk around, to step around this Mm. boulder and the snow that I'm standing on breaks. No. And I start sliding down the, what's called the notch sliding down the rock in the snow. And I lock eyes with the other guy. His name was Kim. And like, we look and we're like, oh my gosh, we know that I'm going to die and I'm sliding down. It's, it's like, I slid like 200 feet. I'm tooling at the face with my ice axe instinctively in my left hand. It's my non-dominant hand. I'm, you know, saying things that I can't repeat, but I am thinking (laughs) I'm about to die because either I'm going to hit some sort of piece of rock and break stuff 
Yeah. And because I have so much momentum at this point to, mm-hmm. and break stuff, or I'm going to hit a piece of rock and be launched into that 2000 feet Ugh. of sheer air. Ugh. Um, and fortunately some, by some miracle, my ice axe caught, it broke my finger, the oh. momentum of that. Um, and I had to down climb the rest of the way with my dad. Fortunately, my dad is like six, four and I made my dad kind of stand in the snow and make like this human tunnel. And then I kind of down climbed, um, mm. under, you know, under his protection and his, uh, his comfort there. So wow. I climbed down the mountains there, but what was interesting about that second fall is that at that point I'd been guiding so long and I didn't think that I needed a rope. I thought that I I had enough skill. I had enough ability. And so the lesson uh, that I took away was it doesn't matter how long Mm. you've been doing something. We still need to be roped to one another. We still Mm. need that attachment and that connection to one another. Wow. Oh, Jesse, that is, uh, a scary story. Like my heart is like racing hearing that, but what a, um, yeah, what a lesson, uh, to take from it. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. And I think just the idea too, of like, and we do that while we suffer through life. Like you are not talking Mm. about, we hold on to each other and we're like skipping in a meadow and there's butterflies everywhere. You're like, we're holding on to each other because like life is at stake here. So, Oh, so good. Um, Jesse, thanks so much for being here today. Cannot wait to join you at your ordinary discipleship event. Be sure to order Jesse's book, ordinary disciple making where ordinary discipleship, wherever it is, you get your books. Jesse, thanks so much for being here. Oh my gosh. It's so good to see you guys. And I hope to see everyone next weekend. Um, again, coupon code Chicago for 20% off and it'd be great to see you. Be great to see you too. Can't wait. You're listening to the common good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon intelligence agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.